if you have your Bible and you want to turn there real quickly this morning, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 is where I'd like you to turn. I'm going to draw your attention to two verses of Scripture there as we discuss what are we doing with this big bucket of water in front of the church today. And what is this all about? Okay, what's the significance and importance of what we do today? It's important, first of all, because in Matthew 28, 19, and 20, the last words of Christ to his disciples were these. Go, therefore, into all the world and make disciples of every nation. Then baptize them in the name of the Father, of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Baptism in the Christian life is not a small thing. I think, unfortunately, in the church, baptism is often downgraded. It's often uh, an event that happens early on, but it's, it's forgotten. The significance of it and the importance of it to us as believers is not upheld. Before God, it is not a small thing, but it is a, instead a central event because it derives its importance from the work of Christ on the cross. So as we enjoy this celebration together today, my heart is this, that you would understand that what takes place here matters because it is a picture or a dramatization of the most important truth central to all of Christianity. And that is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, the Son of God. Without that work, we would not do this. Okay, it is because of that work and driven by that work of Christ that we do this to remember and to proclaim what Christ has done for every one of us. So three simple assertions about baptism, answering the question, why do we do this? Okay, first of all, we do it because baptism provides a picture, an illustration, a dramatization, if you will, of what Jesus Christ did for every person in this room. Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 21 says this. It says, God made him to become sin for us who knew no sin so that we could become the righteousness of God. In him. On the cross, Jesus Christ took all of our sin, all of the wrath of God that we deserved, bore it upon himself, and for every person who calls upon the name of the Lord, acknowledging their sin, repenting of it, and trusting in Christ, he changes your life forever. So, what Jesus Christ did on the cross is important, and it is symbolized in what we do here today by God's design. So what happens in a baptism service, what we're going to do is take individuals who have placed faith and trust in Jesus Christ and experienced new birth by the Spirit. We're going to take them, stand them up in water. We're going to put them underwater and we're going to bring them back up out of the water. And the question has to be, why do we do that? Here's why. Because on the cross, Jesus Christ died for our sins. He was then buried. And we're not going to do this part. Three days later, he was raised from the dead. Okay, maybe it'd be a way to find out if people are truly converted, right? If you say, see how they do with the three days. Okay, but it's, it's, it is the core issue to biblical Christianity that is proclaimed in the waters of baptism. Here's the way Paul says it in 1 Corinthians 15, verse 3. He says, what I received, I have passed on to you that which is of first importance or that which is the top priority in the church. You know what it is? That Christ died for our sins that he was buried, and that on the third day, he conquered the grave. 
that is the, the heart of biblical Christianity. It is, it is what we, you said, what are you about as a church? We're about the death, burial, and resurrection of Christ as the means by which everyone who believes is forgiven and delivered from the consequences of their sin by simple faith. And in baptism, an individual is saying, I have participated in what Jesus Christ, the Son of God, did for me on the cross through his burial and then raised again to life. And so baptism is important because it is a dramatization, it is a painting, it is a portrait of the truth that matters most to everyone who believes. And it is why every believer should participate in this picture as directed by Jesus Christ. Baptism is secondly a picture of what happens when someone trusts in Christ. 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this. It says, if anyone is in Christ, has, has come into the realm of faith and trust in Christ and been changed by him, they have become a new creation. The old is gone. A new has come. So what is baptism then in that light? It is a water grave. Okay, and what does it do? It pictures that I used to be this person and today I am not what I used to be. I am a new person in Christ. And so what is baptism? Baptism is simply a dramatization of that picture. This person has died in union with Christ, participating in the, in the, in, in the forgiveness of his shed blood, and is being raised to new life in Christ. So if someone's in Christ, they've come into the realm of faith, their life is different, and the, the, the act of baptism is a profession that I have been made a new person in Christ, he, by the power of the Spirit, has changed. This water doesn't change them. It's that work whereby the Spirit of God comes upon someone, baptizes them, cleanses them, changes them. They become a new creation, a completely different person. And that's the symbol that's pictured in this. And the way we said this a few weeks ago as we studied Romans 6 was this. Christ died instead of me, Christ was raised for me, and when I am united with him by simple saving faith, childlike faith is what Jesus called for, a full, complete trust without condition. When I am united with him in that way, I experience the benefits of his death and the benefits of his resurrection, which we have just sung about so powerfully and beautifully this morning. The truth is this, on the cross, Christ died instead of me. Now, the Byzantine church back in the 300s, when they made their baptism font, they did it in the shape of a cross. Okay, so the baptizer would stand off to the side, and then the individual that was professing faith in Christ would be baptized along the vertical beam of that picture, buried in water and raising a new life. Why did they do that? You know why they did it? Because they understood that baptism, as a sign of faith in Christ, was only important because of what Christ had done on the cross. Okay, and so, so they went so far as to capture it in a picture. Right, that in baptism, there was this cruciform picture of being tied to the death of Christ and then tied to the resurrection of Christ. So the focal point became this union with what Christ had done for us and instead of us. Now, let me give you this point of clarification. Okay, we don't trust, put our faith in baptism. We put our faith in Christ. And it's very important you understand this distinction. Okay, what happens today is simply a public picture of a greater reality. 
Okay? So the people being baptized today are not being cleansed of their sin by this water. Right? Only the blood of Christ, the Bible says, can cleanse us from our sin and that the, the blood of bulls and goats could never take away sin, but the blood of Christ was shed to cleanse us, the Bible says, from all sin. So that's why this picture of the death, burial, and washing away of Christ through his shed blood becomes so important to the early church and to us as believers. So important that in 1 Corinthians 2, 2, the apostle Paul would say this. He would say, I resolved to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. That is of central importance. It is not at the top of the list and we move on to number two. It is central and everything we do builds around what Jesus Christ did on the cross for us. Okay, and this is very important to understand that this act does not change somebody's eternal destiny. What they have done prior to this, placing faith in the shed blood of Christ, trusting in him for forgiveness and in, in repentance, that is what changes them. And then baptism simply is an external picture of what has happened. It is a statement that I have a new identity. I am now in Christ. And then thirdly, baptism is this. It is a ste simple step of obedience to Christ that is directed and commanded for every believer. Okay, and, and, and why? Because baptism is the public statement that I have come to a place in my life where Jesus Christ has so worked in me that I have seen my sin and trusted in what he has done for me. He's changed me. He's changed me. It is a, an important step of obedience in a lifelong journey of obedience. Okay, and I, I want you to just grasp this aspect because this is true for all of us as believers. Baptism is an early step of obedience in the beginning of a lifelong obedience to Christ. And so the challenge for every one of us that knows Christ as we watch these individuals share their faith and proclaim it in the waters of baptism, what matters for all of us? What matters for all of us who have trusted Christ is this. Am I living out those steps of obedience? Am I in this long journey following and honoring and glorifying Christ? And I encourage you to look back to when you trusted Christ, to your baptism, if you've experienced believer's baptism, look back and say, is my life an ongoing journey of obedience to what Christ has called? What I professed in the waters of baptism, is that true of my life today? Baptism doesn't make you a Christian, but it shows that you are a Christian. It doesn't save you, it shows that you have already been saved. I think probably the best illustration of this, and I use this at most baptism services, is to think in terms of a wedding ring. A wedding ring, in, in, the, in the old days we said, with this ring, I thee wed. Okay, and so what, what, what happened? That ring became a loaded symbol. Okay, it, it made a large statement of commitment. Now, if someone mistook the ring itself for marriage, okay? We would say, no, well, you're misunderstanding the nature of a symbol, right? So what is this? This is a symbol of the fact that I am married to Ruth Hoff. This is a picture of a solemn commitment that I made that I am going to enter into a journey with her for the rest of my life. I said, till death parts us. Now, I've lost this ring. My wife and I were talking about this last night three times. Not this particular one. I, this is my third wedding ring. Okay, so I've been married, unmarried, married and unmarried, and married. 
okay, if I misunderstand the nature of a symbol. Okay, I took this off so that I could say this. I'm married to Ruthah. She is my wife for life. That is a commitment I made to her. When I put this on, nothing changes, okay? But it says something to everyone that looks at my left hand, right? And you find people do that. You're hanging out with people. and like, Are they married? Right? And when you see the ring, what do you say? Okay. They're committed to somebody for life. That's the message. So in baptism, what's happening? It's individuals saying, I have trusted in Christ. I have made a, a, committed, a commitment to him. And think about this. The church is the bride of Christ. Baptism is this symbol. When every individual in this room that has trusted Christ placed faith in him, you were united to him in a permanent relationship that was pictured in this. So this act of Immersion in water and coming forth is, 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 a, is a symbol that is loaded. It is significant. It is important for the church. If you've trusted Christ, I'll give you this challenge. If you've never been baptized, here's what I challenge you to do this. Justify an unwillingness to participate in believers' baptism from Scripture. Okay? It is, a, it is an important declaration that I am his, that he loves me, he died for me, and has changed me. And it's the beginning of this lifelong obedience. It marks the beginning of a lifelong journey, just like on the day that I married Ruth Ann Lever, and I said two words that changed my life. I said, I do. I do. Without really understanding what I was saying, right? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that true? Right? You, you, you make that commitment to that person, you don't know what that means. And when an individual professes faith in Christ and participates in believer's baptism, there are many senses and ways in which I don't know what that commitment means. But I know what Jesus meant when he said, if any man will come after me, he must take up his cross, or deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. The first public step of following is the waters of baptism. It's the beginning of a lifelong journey. It is the symbol of this awesome, powerful relationship that God has drawn us into through Jesus Christ. And so as we do this, it, it, if you're religiously minded, I, and I don't, I don't want to offend anyone by saying this, but if you're religiously minded, if you think that, that, you know what, we earn a place with God by the things that we do, we get into God's graces and into God's favor by the things that we do, you're going to look at this in a very different way. You're going to look at this as something else checked off the list of things that you have to do to get to heaven. And I just, I, I want to make this clear for you. The Bible says that we are saved by grace through faith in Christ alone. When? When we come to him acknowledging that we are sinners, repentant, turning, changing, trusting in the cross of Jesus Christ as our only hope. And baptism simply is a declaration of what Jesus Christ did for us on the cross. Nothing more, and may I say this, nothing less. Okay? So that our place with God is provided by Jesus Christ in his shed blood. And when someone receives that by faith, it changes them forever. And this act is simply a declaration of what Christ has done for us. It's not a ritual. It's about a person. It's about a relationship that changes your life forever. And if you've never trusted Christ, I encourage you today. I would encourage you today 
Consider what Christ has done for you. He who knew no sin became sin for us so that we might become the righteousness of God by faith in him. That my sinful self, my sinful life, my sinful decisions, my sinful addictions, my sinful tendencies could all be forgiven through the blood of Christ. And I could rise as a new person by faith in Christ. He is that able. He is that strong. And in the waters of baptism today, you'll see pictured three times that glorious truth. The old is gone and the new has come. What he has done is completely done for the glory of God. Would you pray with me as the worship team comes? Father.